I had to get to that point to realize, oh, I'm never going to be a great dad because I'm trying to provide for her without providing the things I need for myself. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to Rap Dads, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Man, you've been one of my favorite Rap Dads for a long time now. Okay. But I want to take it back to um, Coney Island. What was your relationship like with your dad? Um, so, damn. This is, you starting off, we starting off crazy already. <laughs> um, so, I had a typical... 90s relationship with my dad he wasn't in the household Uh, my mom raised me my dad was always a phone call away i would see him on occasion but he was not a prominent figure Mm -hmm. in my life growing up i was cool my uncles you know i would travel like my dad's brother i would travel to dc and i would see them and i would see my dad at functions and stuff like that but yeah growing up i didn't have a relationship with my dad i'm getting emotional because my dad passed last year. Wow. Okay. Uh, we, 12 months, 13 months, right? He passed in September of last year. So it's still super fresh. Right. And sure. still super painful. And um, man, you know, you just can't get back that time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like so much. Not that I was ever bitter or mad or anything. It was just so many opportunities that I didn't capitalize on mm. because I'm busy and I'm grinding, I'm running around. Right. And you know, all of the rap stuff that we do. Of course. Um, or the hustling things that we do, no matter what field of business you in, that I wish I just would have carved out more right. time to kick it with Pops. But Pops is in a better place doing better than he was here. My condolences to you, Thank you. man. I feel like that's, a, that's always a beautiful perspective, and I feel like that's a very mature outlook for you like thinking now on ways that you could have kind of gone after him more or spent more time or you know those types of things I feel like so often when you know we are the child we feel like it's our parents responsibilities a lot of times we don't even have the the understanding or empathy to think of maybe what they had been going through that, that kind of you know led to this type of relationship but um yeah man i i thank you for sharing that. i try to implement me in every situation that i'm in as far as what can you do to change this situation what wow. can you do to make it better what part are you playing in it because I can't dictate what anybody else does, how right. they feel, how they move, how they raise, whatever. All I can control is myself and my actions. So I always looked, and that's the maturity shit, like you said. Sorry, I'm cursing. For sure. No, um, do you think? Absolutely. But that's just, it comes with maturity and time mm-hmm. on this planet to always look within and figure out what part you play in. Yes. In every situation and not play a victim in the situation, not play a circumstance, a victim of that circumstance, mm-hmm. but just like, yo, I could have. Spent more time with my dad. As simple as that. Right. You know what I'm saying? The the right before he passed. So this is when I was going back and forth from Atlanta to New York a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I spoke to him, and I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna be in New York next week." Or however, we ended up speaking. And I was like, "Let's link up while I'm in town." <clears throat> and I got in town. I did something. I did some stuff, and I did some stuff. And I ended up flying back to Atlanta the week that I was supposed to link up with him. Mm-hmm. And you know, I hit him. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna I'll catch up with you next time. Whatever, whatever." So, um, if I left on a Friday, right when I landed that Friday night, my sister called me, 
my sister from my dad. We have different moms. And um, she was like, yo, they found dad on the bus. Wow. Unconscious. So I flew right back right. to New York, right? I go to the hospital. I see him in the hospital. He's still, you know, unconscious, whatever. The the week, the eight days, whatever passed, um, we ended up pulling the plug, right? And I was like, shit. And I just felt so bad because literally was supposed to see him right. that week, right? And so then you put all of this blame on yourself and what could I have done different and what was my involvement. And, you know, um, and ultimately I had to learn a lot. Having kids helps. Had to learn being an adult and having relationships and just dealing with life helps because you get a chance to see that your parents are just human beings. That's it. They're just people. You know, my dad was a great man from what everybody tells me. Right. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to know him so much in that light when he was younger, before he got addicted to drugs. But he went to Nam and he came back like a lot of the guys that came back. And even when I, I'm kind of jumping around, but even when I was making the funeral arrangements as his oldest child, um, I was dealing with that. And in the funeral home, when um, when the, when the gentleman who owns the funeral home was looking through everything and looking through, you know, his cause of death and all of that, he was like, "I see so many guys come through here around your father's age that went to Nam, that came back, and the government did do, didn't do anything for them, and these young kids went over there and they saw so much." And it just fucked them up. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I have a lot more empathy for the relationship and the situation that my pops was in. Right. Because when you're a kid, you're just like, well, why are you not here at my game? Yeah, right. And right, then you grow. Right. And I got kids. I have two. You know, I have my, my daughter's yep. by a different woman than my son is. Yep. And so I understand life. And yeah. that helps you a lot more to just realize that your parents are just dealing with shit and trying to do the best that they could, too. Yeah, man. For sure. For sure, man. That's the most emotional I would get in this conversation. <laughs> we'll see. You know what I'm saying? We got <laughs> no, tissues on deck. I'm back to no, thugging. I'm, I'm back <laughs> to thugging. All right. So where were you in your life when you became a father? In the projects in Coney Island? Um, no, that's actually not true. <laughs> so I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, my wife now, my girlfriend at the time, we've been together since high school long, just like, you know, you know what that's like. Yes. And... um. We moved out of our respective parents' households in our mid-20s. I was 24. I think my wife was 23, or maybe I was 25, 24, whatever. I'm a year older than her. And so um, we got our own place, right? We scraped up our nickels and dimes. We got our own place. Even though, let me look into the... Even though she finagled me, because I was supposed to get my own place... (laughs) And she's supposed to get her own place. <laughs> and, you know, she's like, well, I'm going to be there all the time anyway. We must nice. well just move in together. Vanessa Williams. I was like, yo, Vanessa <laughs> Williams, Vanessa Del Rio. And so, um, <laughs> and so, um, so we move in together and our friends and family start taking bet. Oh, she'll be pregnant in a year. No. And, they put the, wow. Yo, they, they, put the, they put the hex on us <laughs> is what did. they did. No faith. No faith in my pullout game. Right. And so, um, yeah, as our one-year lease was, <laughs> was ended, <laughs> we were like, well, we're going to move back with our parents because we got a whole kid coming now. Damn. So, yeah, my, my, my girl at the time got pregnant within that first year. So I was living actually in a two-family home in uh, East Flatbush in Canarsie area when, when I found out I was going to be a dad. Man. Yeah. And where was music at that time for you in your life? It was at the forefront of everything. Okay. I was, like I said, I was in my early 20s. So all I did was I was rapping. I was running around. I was doing shows. I was trying to figure it out. I was trying to get a deal. I was doing all the things that Mm -hmm. you do as an aspiring artist. Um, 
as a 20 year old so i'm an adult right i mean 20 whatever two one two three whatever as an adult um i always had a job because i always knew the importance of being able to have money to be able to do things yeah everything was for me to become an artist so the job was to go to the studio right. to wear nice clothes when i showed up to places to look the part to be the part etc so it never was like i was um without work but i always just knew it was a means to an end mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and the end goal was to be in the music business and pursue this career of music so yeah i um i was i was 10 toes in trying to be a super rapper rap word. star word word and what would you say um your your first born is your daughter right yep taylor yep so say what um what what did that do to you becoming the father especially of a daughter like what were some of the changes that you experienced just as a result of that connection and relationship everything changed everything changed and everything changed in waves like the first wave was i'm gonna be a dad so the main thing is this is the title of this is what rap dads the main thing was that rap stopped oh because dad started so I couldn't live for myself. I couldn't just run around and be out late and be in the studio and be spending my money trying to do all this other stuff because I have a new human being to be responsible for. So if I was 110% in the day before I found out my girl was pregnant, and the day after I was about 50% in. Wow. It's like, and I thought at the time it was the right thing to do. It's the responsible thing to do. I've mm-hmm. always been a more responsible type, even though I'm a wild guy. Um, but just knowing like what's expected of me mm-hmm. and what I expect of myself. And so I was like, well, I can't just do all the things that I wanted to do because I'm not just living for me anymore. So I got like I went back to school and I got a second job and I spent all my time just trying to stack up paper because we, I got a child to provide for, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I didn't realize I was doing at the time was putting this big void of unfulfillment in myself. Mm. And so when I came around, and I guess we'll get to that later in the conversation, but once she started um, kindergarten and preschool and all of that, like she got potty trained and she was able to be away for the full day. Right. And I, I could pick her up like three, four o'clock is when I went back into doing music. But I had to get to that point to realize, oh, I'm never going to be a great dad because I'm trying to provide for her without providing the things I need for myself. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Wow. That's so, a bar right there. I mean, I'm Wait kinda, a minute. I've been known to. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I feel like that's so, that's so important. And it's ill because I saw my wife struggle with this when she went 10 toes into motherhood and looked up maybe five, six years later and didn't recognize herself. And although she was an amazing mom and she, you know, she she poured her all into it, it was a struggle for her emotionally because when you become a parent, you don't stop being an individual. You don't stop being a human. You don't stop having interests and dreams and goals. So... I feel like a lot of men and a lot of people in general would struggle with what you just said. Like, especially when when it comes to pouring love out, like our our jobs at the end of the day is to love. Mm -hmm. So if we have to be this endless supply of love, 
but we don't have nowhere to pull it from. Nowhere to yeah. pull it from because we're not loving ourselves. We're not even doing what we love that right. also would generate more love. Right. It's it's it becomes daunting. Again, you got to live, th- and, and the, the blessing is being able to live every day and learn and grow. You know what I'm saying? Like every day you hear is another opportunity to learn and grow. And so I realized early on that, oh, this is not, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what looks good on paper. This is what, you know, but this is not what I need to do. Because mm. I can't be a good dad to my daughter if I'm moping around and sad and I'm going to a place that I hate every day mm-hmm. and doing things that don't serve me. You know what I'm saying? Like my my purpose on this planet, a part of my purpose on this planet is to create and 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 give the world art and if i'm not able to do that then i can't be the best boyfriend husband dad friend anything i can't be any of that because i like Mm. i don't have no place to pull that joy from to give to the people um and so for me once she went off to school and i was like i'm gonna get back into this and i'm gonna gonna go 100 percent. i realized that i gotta i gotta be this person for her you know, I was a predator in that I looked for girls with the daddy issues. You know what I mean? Wow, Yo, you right, don't got right, no right. big brothers? Or your pops ain't around? All right, so come here, ma. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was my thing. Your pops don't live in the house. You ain't got no big brothers. So that right. means I can stay at the crib now. Right. You know what I'm saying? I could get in the crib, whatever. They're just bad, bad human beings. Right, 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 right. Um, and I always was like, I don't want my daughter to have daddy issues. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I got to be there, which is why our relationship. I love our relationship. Maybe if you do uh, rap daughters, you know, hey, one day yes. she can tell you about how she feels about it. But I yeah, love man. our relationship, and that is so solid. I feel it from within. I think people see it from the outside. Mm-hmm. We still as cool as ever at her big age of twenty one. Right, right. So like, it's dope. I feel like I had to go through all of those trials and tribulations to. Um, to just build up to, to who we are from doing our podcast together. She works with me now. She's my assistant. Yes. She's on payroll. That's hot. Uh, she gets way paid. She's paid way overcompensated for the job that she does. <laughs> um, And oh, so, man. you know, but our relationship is is super golden. But I had to take the job and, you know, like I had to do all of that for it to, to be what it is. So you can't, like, cheat any of the steps. So you're a girl dad. For the longest, yep. right? You have a son, and we'll get to him in a sec. But I feel like there are many challenges that come with being a girl dad. And your relationship with your daughter is one of, like, the dopest that I've seen. Thank you. So I want to dive into that for the rap dads that are watching that are also in your shoes. How do you, a man's man... <laughs> for sure. Build a relationship with your daughter. How did that? How did you start to like lay that foundation? What did that early work look like? Um, I mean, yo, daughters just steal your heart instantly. Mm. The toughest of the tough, the, yes. the the gulliest of the gully. You know, I'm a Pisces too, so I'm emotional. I'm sensitive. Like I'm tapped into that. I can fight, so don't play me though. But um. <laughs> Yeah, no, from day one, from day one, you know, like she just stole my heart and our personalities are really much alike. Mm. Um, so we have the same kind of sense of humor, right. um, sense of style and fashion. I mean, she does her own thing fashion wise as I do, but just that, you know, just that sense of, of being fresh and throwing right. it on. And she loves music and like live shows and she's a creative 
in that she just like so she's in the middle of she does her own nails right so she does that but then she got like this um she's doing a rug right now she's making a rug that she drew out and created and she even made the um I forget what it's called, but like the nail board that you put the stuff on to like stretch the rug out. So oh, yeah, 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 all yeah. of it. So she made that. So we did it together. Or even like just last night, she came in the room. She's doing a um, she's putting together a Lego plant set. So it's like, yo, you don't want to buy plants? Nah, she got to <laughs> buy the Legos and build a Lego wow. plant set right for her desk or whatever. And so she was like, yo, I'm trying to figure this part out. And we sit in there. We figured it out together. So. From day one till just last night, we we always super tight. I just man, I it was nothing like it was nothing like being a dad. It's no way, yeah, dad. Mm-hmm. You, you, it's no way to explain it. You can't verbally prepare anybody Mm-mm. for what this experience feels like until they live through it. I just tell people it's gonna be the scariest best shit you ever did in your life. You That's scared in that? I don't, you don't want to mess this up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to mess up the person. But also, right. like, you got to drive home from the hospital. <laughs> like, you responsible for this new person in this car on the road. Well, I never cared about the car to the left and right of me before I put my child in that back seat. And I'm like, everybody be on your best behavior. Right, right. I have the most precious cargo in the world. So, right. um, and as much as she learned from me or learns from me, I learned from her, too. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, I'm a man's man. I grew up in the 90s in New York when the mm-hmm. world was a whole different place. And her mind and what she grows, how she's growing up and the things that she puts into my sphere as far as to be mindful of and, and learn about or pay attention to is it's transformed me and made me a better overall human. Now, and I've, I've noticed it and I almost feel like um, your daughter has a lot to do with you in terms of even career wise. And I love that she's your assistant and she's on the payroll. But I remember conversations that we had, you know, years ago with her music taste and her exposing you and putting you on to music that you readily didn't know. And I'm sure you tap into that as you sit behind the microphone on your own radio show and your own pod. So, um, I feel like those are the, are the, are the touch points that, make the relationship even better what you what you what you hit on just now learning is that something that you seek out like i'm 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 going to give you the opportunity to teach me something i'm readily looking to learn from you or is that something that just kind of happened throughout because you're always just like a student of life um i don't know when i became a student of life as you put it but i do i do believe that that our relationship helped me overall become a student of life because mm. i mean down to words that i would use that oh dad you can't say that i'm like why not i don't mean nothing by it it's not what it's not about what you mean it's about everybody else and how they you know and mm. i guess when you really when i really really get behind closed doors i'm still the same person um who i am at my core and how i came up at my core but i'm also just mindful of the way i make people feel you know what I'm saying? And what people yeah. remember about how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. And so I try to be very mindful in that. But I and do she was the first person that, that made you realize to that. To make me realize. To make wow. to make me care. To make you people care. People probably said it to me right, before. Right, right. But I didn't care until it affected 
the that's person amazing. that I care the most about. Right, right, you know what I'm right. saying? One of the people that I care the most about. So, you know, it's a give or take thing. We both learn from each other, like I said. But yeah, I'm always actively seeking to learn. And like I said earlier, just to be a better person, like to learn mm-hmm. something every day and be better every day. And I think that we both learn from our conversations and our time that we spend with each other. So, you know, it's it's a mutually beneficial um, exchange. But, yeah, at some point I was like, I wonder what Taylor thinks about that, which is crazy. About, <laughs> which is crazy. Which is crazy. You Absolutely. Know, someone 25, 24 years, your, your junior. Right. So value the opinion oh what's what's her take on it and that's same with my son you know who's mm-hmm. he's about to be 16 um the way his 15 year old mind thinks is different than the way taylor's 21 year old mind mm-hmm. thinks which is different the way my 40 mm-hmm. mind thinks mm-hmm. so you know um and it's just it's just like that whole ecosystem of us growing and learning from each other word yeah all right so with the tough conversations that need to happen around dating you know things of that nature is that something that you let mom discuss is that something that you're discussing how do you navigate that situation because your daughter is a woman now yeah yeah it's 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 tough it's weird because as far as solid as our relationship is she doesn't come to me with that stuff because i'm still her dad right 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 And, right and i'm still you know my persona is still what it is and People look at me a certain way and her friends look at me a certain way. And, you know, I'm sure gentlemen, the people that want to court her, look, I'm a public figure. So right. I'm not hard to find. Right. And that, yo, that's your pops. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so last year, two years ago, she brought a young man around for Thanksgiving. You know, we had been hearing his name. And I was like, yo, he got to pull up. Like, I got to right. be, bro. And, you know, the right. homies was there when he came to the crib. Wow, it was we like that? Yeah, we didn't, we, didn't hit him with the, we didn't hit him with the Martin Lawrence. Right, good, good. Joint. Yeah, we didn't do that. <laughs> but I just wanted to meet him. You know, mm-hmm. I've been hearing a lot about you. You know, what's your, what's your intention? How you right, feel right, about right, my right. daughter? So Taylor says that they just close friendly friends. You know, okay. that's my friend. Um, I asked him what, what he felt the nature of the relationship was. Right. He said, no, that's my friend. I said, do you have... Um, you know, feelings, feelings yeah. for her, romantic feelings for her or whatever. He was like, yeah, I would love to get to that place. But right now we just friends. And I'm like, starting as friends is good. And, you know, but he's a he seems like a good young man. Nice. You know, so it's cool. It's it's tough, but it's also a part of life. Like, it I'm really glad is. that I'm absolutely mature enough to know, like, this is inevitable. These things are going to happen. Right. You can't fight it. You can't. There's nothing you could do but try to. Uh, you have to accept it, but also try to just be as understanding as you can along the way, you mm-hmm. know, and, and realize that when she want to tell you something, she's going to tell you when she don't want to tell you. You know, fortunately, she has a mom that she can confide in right. in a different way. Um, and then sometimes she'll share something with her mother and she'll ask if it's cool to tell her dad. And she'll be like, yeah, you can tell him or I'll tell him myself, you know, so it always comes around. That's dope. But yeah, but it's it's. I mean, I'm I'm blessed. She's a good person. She has a great head on her shoulders. She has a lot of self pride and respect. Mm. And so, you know, all of the other nature shit is gonna happen because it's just natural. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, but for her to to just have the wherewithal to know that she could come to us is is a blessing in itself. You know for what I'm saying? Because sure. like my mom's probably thought I was a virgin until my first kid turned five. <laughs> 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 Oh man. 
So talk to me about the the dynamic between you and your wife when you had a daughter. My my biggest fear, and I only have boys, thank God. But my biggest fear was I saw, like you were saying earlier, what little girls do to every every dad. Like my dad was super G, and my sisters ran that man <laughs> around like crazy. And did was there was there like a a what was the the adjustment period like, if any, having this little girl and giving her, you know, she's the center of your world. It used to be somebody else in the crib. Now it's her. Was there any like struggles in that space? No. What what my wife will still say to this day though is that y'all two peas in a pod. You know, y'all just alike. Y'all, you know, sometimes I feel like she feels like the odd person out mm. because we do have so much similar taste in things and you know even like down to we all have our um like private jokes or whatever right but even just down to our sense of humor and the things that my wife is not super up on like the latest slang or like trends and all right, of that right, right. so i'll be like yo did you see such and such on she'll be like no did you see such and such on tiktok and we might have a whole conversation and then i have to be mindful that we're excluding her, if she's in the room and she's a part right. of it, you know what I'm saying? Like to not to be exclusive uh, and be inclusive into that conversation. But yeah, we just we connect on a different level because again, we just you know I'm up on a lot of things because of the profession that I'm in, yes. because of the position that I hold. So right. things that maybe the average 45 year old wouldn't be thinking about, like my wife, you know, I'm right. paying attention to it because it's part of just my daily day to day stuff. Absolutely. Now we got to talk about your son, Nick, New York Nick. New York Nick. Yeah. Talk about that relationship and what was like the biggest difference between being a girl dad and now having a son. So everything is different. Um so what some people know maybe not that I put my like personal life on blast. My son is not with my wife, my daughter's mom. Um during our very lengthy relationship, you know, we had a breakup. Before we even got married, we had like a three year breakup. And during that time, I was definitely outside wilding. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I was like on rapper shit, just just moving, just moving right, around. Right. Um, but out of that crazy time came a huge blessing, which is my son. The difficult part early on was just going back to, because even though my wife and I weren't together, obviously we started a family together, we had a child together. Um, I would see my daughter every day, I would see her every day. So I had to go back to both of them. And kind of let them know where I was in my life and what was going on. So a couple of things happened. Um, Kimberly, who was my girlfriend at the time, was like, well, whatever you need, you know, whatever you got going on, you know, I'm always here for you. And that kind of started the rekindling of us getting back together. Um, we got married shortly after that. And um, Taylor was confused because she was five and she was like wait what does that mean like i'm gonna have a brother that's they're not gonna live with me that's not with mom she was trying to process it all which was right. really tough Why? for right. me to get through um and then it was also like oh shit i'm gonna have another child in a whole different circumstance and the situation than what i'm used to having and less than ideal Mm -hmm. Of the way I wanted to do things, but you know, life happens. You got to accept life on life terms, right? And so, again, that was just like a whole fresh reset of trying to again figure out how to navigate parenthood, fatherhood, but this with a different set of rules. You know, how do you parent from outside the house? Um, how do you get everybody on the same page? 
how do you blend this flint this family you know what i'm saying so i just like made a whole new bed for me to figure out how to lay in <laughs> and and we still working through it you know what i'm saying even all of these years later we still working through it but the beauty and the joy is that everybody is willing to work. So what were some of those early um like early things that you put in place now that you had Nick but you weren't able to be in the house like what what were like was it certain holidays or was it or was it like a certain pastime or passion that you guys kind of dove into? How did you lay that foundation? Um yeah, so obviously when I was in New York it was more weekends and Obviously, all of the holidays and, you know, some break and all of that stuff. When I moved, then it just became the holidays and the summer break stuff. And just whenever, you know, we had an opportunity to travel or vacation. But, you know, he, he, he loved basketball early on. So that was definitely, although he spent too much time with his uncles and kind of made him a Lakers fan early on, but whatever. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I couldn't blame him. He was a kid. He just wanted to see people right, that right. actually won. Right. So no, he couldn't be a Philly fan or a Knicks right, fan. Right, right, right. Yeah, we <laughs> um, know that all too well. But, yeah, but he plays basketball. So, so you know, like traveling all over the state with him um, and his AAU team and, and watching him make his freshman team and then go to JV and, you know, just um, being there to foster his dreams and goals and, and invest in things that he's passionate about, mm. you know, um, to be able to do that with him at a younger age or early age was a super blessing. Like when he got his jersey, I was mad emotional. Like I ain't crying in front of him, but I definitely hit the bathroom like, yo, that's crazy. Wow. Like just him bringing home his jersey when he made mm-hmm. the team. Because it automatically takes me back to all of the things that I didn't do with my dad. Mm-hmm. Those moments I didn't have. So I felt good to be able to have those moments with my child and maybe right. start a new trend and maybe start, you know, um, some new traditions. But it also made me realize how much I didn't get to do with my, my own father. Mm-hmm. And when I was like, oh, well, I made it this far and I'm fine without him how unfun you really are mm. when you think about all of the times and things yeah, that you man. just, the experience that you didn't have, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. everything is like, I, I'm going to say this probably throughout the whole conversation. It's just like an opportunity to learn and grow. For sure, man. So when men have boys, it's hard for us to look at them and not see ourselves. And I know early on, I had all these visions for what my sons would be. And then down the road, as they do, grew up, and then they became whoever the heck that they were supposed to be, mm-hmm. which was way not the vision that I had. Did you have any of those types of struggles with your son and your relationship with him, or were you always like, whatever you want? I I was fortunate in that I had my mom was very much traditional, and she wanted me to figure out how to get a good city job, make a living for myself. Um, I learned later on in life that that was out of love. I just want you to have the best life possible. Have some structure, you know what I'm saying? Like, go do something practical. And, you know, she didn't understand the music thing early on. Right, right, right. And I couldn't blame her because there was no rap when she was a kid. Like, how are you going to put all your eggs into a genre of music that literally didn't exist when I was around. That's a great point. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, do you, what does it even mean? Right. Now she's my biggest 
supporter. She was at my install last week. She tried to buy all the vinyl, my <laughs> weight. Other people got to buy it. Like, you know, she's, I, I, I do, um, I credit social media for her to be able to see a lot of things early. Um, That's a good point, right? For, for some years ago. So, like, now she's, like, super duper super fan. Um, so I said all of that to say that because I was on my first tour and I emailed my mom, I was like backstage in Germany or something, and I just wanted to email her how the tour, tour was going. And she replied about the firefighter test coming up <laughs> and would I be back in time for that? I was like, yo, dog, the fire is here. Right, I'm right, creating right, it on right. stage every night. Um, so for me, it's always whatever my kids wanted to do. Okay. It, I didn't, it wasn't a, yo, you got to go to college and you right. got to get this degree. And you got, it was like, tell me what you want to do. Tell me what you're passionate about. Let's figure out if there's a career in it, if there's mm-hmm. a way to monetize it down the line. Right. But first, just find something that you love that you would do if you never made a cent. And then I'm going to invest sure. time and energy into it. Um, my son's like a liking the basketball. Now, am I like most dads who want to see his kid go to NBA? Right, and, right, you know, right. I would love that, but if he detours and says, "Yo, I want to do something different," all right, what's your plan? How are you gonna make it? How are we gonna make it work? You know, so I'm always, um, I'm gonna always invest in my kids' dreams, and I'm gonna utilize my resources to try to make it a reality. And so Nick is all for that. Taylor's not big on nepotism. And I'm like, this is literally the way everybody gets things done. <laughs> like, get over yourself. Right. I get it. She's her own person. She want to do her own things. Now she's a little more open to at least allow me to make introductions and things of that nature. But for the longest time, she was totally against it. Like, yo, if you know a person, I don't even want that job. And I'm like, yo, don't you know this how the rest of the world wow. works? Come Nick on. is like, oh nah, you know the, the you know Jordan brand because I right. need a twelve and a half and right, like right, right. my whole team need jerseys. So, oh my um, God. but yeah, just to answer your question, whatever they want to do and and you know however they want to go about doing it, I'm gonna be there to support it. And and I think that sometimes you just need the love and support of your parents, even if they can't financially do a thing for you. Just knowing that they on your side and in your corner is enough to get you over the hump in those tougher times. Word. Before we dip out, I want to know if you have some advice for fathers who are in or headed into a position that you're in where you have a child with two different women. How, what were some of the things that you did or maybe some of the things that you failed at that you wish you did better that men could learn from about trying to navigate those relationships? For sure. So... For as good as certain things are, I definitely think I could have been more definitive in um, setting boundaries, parameters, um, connection. You know, I, I didn't expect them to be best friends, right? That'd be great. You got to have Swiss Beats money for that to work, apparently. But <laughs> um, I, I definitely could have did a better job at just establishing communication and making sure like boundaries and lines weren't crossed and you know everybody was i was just trying to please everybody Mm. i didn't want to upset home i didn't want to end up in child support court i didn't want a judge telling me how much i could see my kid Mm -hmm. so i was really trying to keep everybody happy and that's not yeah that's not humanly possible in any regard Mm -mm. and so um yeah i just you know i learned from the things that i didn't do right but with that said I'm I'm not um I'm not ever gonna I'm not ever gonna take anything away from 
my son's mom mm-hmm. and and how she's been she you know it got bumpy but she's never made my life hell intention you know what i'm saying yeah she never like was was on no evil vindictive mm. oh you happy oh you getting to it oh nah we gotta shut this like she was never on that type of time and my wife was never like he can't be here he can't be around i don't want you know what i'm saying like they both respected and care for me enough to say listen ultimately you want to have a relationship with your son and we're gonna allow that mm. you know what i'm saying um the advice i would give is don't do it <laughs> don't do it avoid it at all costs Facts. um it's just it's really a lot to handle yeah. you got to be a special type of person and you got to have the right kind of people to even make it mm-hmm. work with um with that being said life happens you got to deal with life on life's terms um even outside of a blended family knowing who you starting a family with know right. who you in a relationship with right. if the opportunity or the chance that someone get pregnant is uh is there then you know those are the type of conversations that you should have and try to be ready for it so you know it's never going to be easy you just don't want to make it harder right than it has to be word all right so you have two kids yes you have a son and a daughter yes we're going to pit them against each other Uh-oh. right now okay. and play most likely two. <laughs> All right. Who's most likely to be the president of the United States? Your son or your daughter? Taylor. That's my yeah. daughter. Worse. Yes. Is she already very much a politician? Why would you say that? Um, just because of the way that she sees the world mm-hmm. and how she um how how diplomatic she is in, in certain regard, how passionate she is, like you know, everything that's happening right now in the world mm-hmm. and her speaking up and out about it just puts her um, ahead of that race in my mind. Right. Uh, as opposed to my son. And in fairness, he's 15. So the whole world is literally what's in his phone. Right. right. And his and his friend's group chat. So he's not looking really to the left or to the right. That's a good point. Um, And, and being as engulfed in, in worldly issues. But he could be like class president. <laughs> all right who's most likely to follow in your footsteps and be entertainers mm, that would probably be nick okay that'd probably be my son um taylor is she i could see her working in the business but right. behind the scenes because she's not a ham she's not an in front of the camera uh all eyes on me type of person right. Whereas Nick is like he wants to be the star of the show, hey. you know he. I mean he plays basketball, right? He's right. the point guard on the team, so obviously there's a lot of focus on him in that regard. So yeah, he, you know, he think he's super fly. He think he's super cool. I don't know where he gets that from. Ah, <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> None the wiser. Um, so yeah, I could I could see him being a focal point in in whatever career. You know, if he was a rapper or. Of entertainer or on TV or something, I could definitely see him doing that. Word. All right. Um, so, who's most likely to stick up for you when you need backup? Mm. That's a 50 50. Oh, nice. That's a draw. They, they both hold me. good. If I had to choose, I would say Taylor. Right. Because. Again, Nick, he be hating on me a little bit because <laughs> all his friends think I'm cool. Yo, and 
He's the only one out of his whole friend group that act like I'm not the dude. Yeah, man. I be like, you know I'm the dude. I'm like, on. no, you're not, bro. Where your abs at? Like, you know what I'm wow. saying? <laughs> like, so, but all his friends know I'm the dude. So if he had if he had an opportunity to kind of front on me a little bit, he would. But if and if our backs <laughs> were against the wall and I needed him to hold me down, they they I, I would say fifty fifty. They hold me down. Yo, it's something about that father son dynamic, bro. Because. There's like, like this little fake silent competition. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm the only man in your life that wants to see you be the greatest, succeed, right. and do better than me. Like, right. I don't ever tell you anything that is detrimental. I'm not going to tell you anything that's harmful. I'm not going to tell you to do anything that I think in the long run is not for your greatest benefit. Right. He just don't understand that yet. Right. I'm like, bro, I, but he'll hate on me in an instant. That's, yeah. In a heartbeat. Oh, my God. Man. Knowing I'm the guy. Right. Come on. And that's the problem. Like, <laughs> you, it just looks bad on you if you don't admit that I'm that dude. Clearly like, you're just a bad judge of character. Come sir. on. Like, well, how do we fix this? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want you to go through life. I don't want you to be this person. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. That's a headache in and of itself. All right. Um, so, speaking of of Jordan Brand earlier too, who's most likely to resell a pair of your sneakers? Nicholas. <laughs> well, he's thousand percent. He was Nick. He was New York Nick this whole interview. No, he's Nicholas. and now he's Nicholas. <laughs> we do bullshit. He's Nicholas. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm missing pair now. Wow. Yeah, he can't. He can't be trusted. He definitely <laughs> sucks. Definitely. So he's a, I'm a 13, he's a 12. Okay. I'm like, yo, bro, you got one more size up, and this whole the whole kingdom right. is yours, yeah. right? I'm not, and I don't care about the sneakers like I used to. Right. Um. So it's like whatever, you know. You could wear them, you could rock them, whatever, whatever. Take care of them. They'll be yeah. around these certain like joints you might not be able to get for a while, stuff right. like that. Um. But yeah, he's already sold off sneakers. One time, I'll tell you a funny story. I don't know how much time we got. No, hit it. But. I allowed him to get hustled on the sneaker sale because he tried to do it all without involving me and kind of going behind my back and kind of, and I was like, yo, whatever you trying to do, tap me in. Right. I'm only here for your benefit. Right. I'm only here to help you. I'm I'm team Nicholas 10,000%. So he goes on whatever, offer up or whatever the site is, the app is. He finds somebody willing to, first of all, why are you selling sneakers that I bought you? These, these are still mine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talk about so that. He yes. like, yo, my Yeezys, they a little small. I'm a seller. You're going to do what? You going Okay, right, no problem. So he comes to me. Once he's done it all, he's found a person, transaction. He got to get to the post office to drop these off. So I look. And I'm just kind of going through the whole exchange, and I'm like, red flag, red flag, red flag. Oh, this guy's lying. So we get to a point where the guy is asking for his cash app password. I'm like, how does that in the transaction, when when does that part come in and make any sense? And so I'm like, well, you're not going to do that. But he still wants to go through, and I, he got a hook, he got a fish on the line, and and I'm just like, oh, this, this is this is a scam. This is a failure. Whatever, Dang. yo, yo, pack it, box them up, tape it up, type, write the address. We gotta go to the post office, no problem. Let's go to the post office, and I let him ship off his shoes, right, and not get one red cent wow. in return. And I'm like, this is a learning experience, sir. Absolutely. This is a teachable moment. First of all, if you want, first of all, don't be selling my shit, right. But if you want to <laughs> do it. Come down the stairs and tell me what you're trying to do, and either I'm going to talk you out of it because it doesn't make sense, I'm going to help you find the right avenue and platform to do right. it, but I'm never just going to hate on you to shoot right. you out the sky for no reason. Come and on. so I'm, I was hoping that a, a, a minute incident 
could avoid a bigger something down the line. Right. Because this is what happens when you don't follow. I don't give you rules because I'm a tyrant. I give you rules because I want to make sure everything goes smooth in your life. Yeah, man. Yeah, he definitely got duped on the sneakers. Shout out to you, man. I feel like that's one of the most difficult things that parents have to do. Like allowing your kid to fail, knowing full and well ahead of time, you about to take an L. Right. And it's it's hard not to be that parent that gets out and tries to make sure they never lose. Right. You know, flawless life. Never going to happen. So shout out to you for that. That's dope. All right, last one. Who is most likely to ask you to hit up your connects for concert tickets or or a plug in any way, shape, or form? So for the longest time, I would have said, Nick, Tay is coming around now, but I'm still going to lean toward <laughs> toward Nick. Word. Yeah, he like, yo, let's get backstage with Drake. Well, sir, <laughs> might be a little difficult today, right. but, you know, give me a little heads up next time. Um Whereas Taylor, she still, you know, she she does things. She's very independent, you know, even like in her concert things or whatever. When early on, when I would take her to concerts and shows and I would utilize my connections to get her backstage and meet some of her favorite artists, she was always reluctant. She's like, yo, they don't want to do this. I don't want to inconvenience them. Oh, wow. We meet people. Wow. I don't want to take a picture. They probably right. don't want to take a picture. And I'm like, bro, seize the moment. Right. Come on. You know, but Nick, yeah, nah, he's all for it. Yo, we going, we going to game. We sitting courtside. Yo, you got you know Steph? <laughs> this guy's crazy. Yo, shout out to him. Yo, my son, bro. One of my favorite moments with with my son. We went, we he wanted to go to see this concert. We go to this concert, right? And my son is maybe seven. And no, well, he is seven because maybe a week or two prior to that was his first Lollapalooza experience. Wow. We took him for his seventh birthday. Jeez. To Lala, right? In Chicago. What a so, life. You know what I'm saying? These kids, bro. So we go to this concert, right? We go to Will Call, pick up the tickets. Seven years old. We're in general admission. He's like, <laughs> are we here in in with the... He goes, why are we here with the regular people? I was like, what do you mean? He goes, and then he, then he goes this. I thought these were your friends. I'm like, oh, word is like that. He's like, there's balconies, there's VIP. <laughs> yeah, He's no. seven. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, these kids, bro. Yeah, but yeah. shout out to Nick because you were backstage at the Drake show. Uh, no, you went viral. You no, and Ice Spice, bro. No, oh no, that. Oh yeah, that's that's right. I was. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. It, yo, it ha- everything happens. It's funny that you mentioned that because he hit me up the other day. He was like, yo, what that video with your Ice Spice? Send me that. <laughs> I was what like, why do doing? you need that? Right. I don't know. I, it was some type of it was some type of commerce for him. He needed the video. See? So I So he low key knows you that he guy. No, I'm the guy, yo. Like I was with Sexy Red and certain things now I just do because I know he's into it. Right, right. So like I saw Kai. We was at um what was that in Miami? We was at Rolling Loud. Okay. So I saw Kai. So I was like, yo, Kai, my son's a big fan. So we got a picture in the video. I sent it to Nick. He like, yo, this is crazy. Same with Sexy Red. He loves Sexy Red. He like, yo, this is crazy. And then, yeah, randomly hit me for the Ice Spice video. So whatever. <laughs> Shout out to Nick. Listen, I don't know what he's out a there win, doing bro. with that stuff. but A know, win is a win A for win you. is a win. I'll take it. You take Facts. it. They come few and far between from my kids. So we got to talk gotta, about we it. We got to grab them. We got to acknowledge them. Hang it in the banner, bro. Big facts. For sure. Big facts. Appreciate you, man. Always. My brother. My this guy. Long time. I would, when 
So when Taylor put this in my calendar, mm-hmm. um, I was like, you remember Esteban? She's like, yeah, from Fuse, right? Remember, she came with me to that interview years yes. ago when the Mission to Guilt. So it was that maybe 2013 or something like that. I don't know. But she's been riding with me wow. kind of for the longest time. So full circle. That's moment. amazing. And she man. remembered you. That's amazing. Yeah. That means a lot to me for me to even be memorable. <laughs> you did something that You day, know what sir. I'm saying? I you left an impression. You left, an, you left a lasting impression. That's dope, man. No doubt. And this is dope, what you're doing for us dads and, and showing you. us in um, not a different light because we know, you know, but put, giving us a platform for everybody else to see it, you know, we appreciate it. And we could have had this. We could have did this for three more hours. Yeah, for thank sure. Thank you for the time today. And love to you and your family, bro. Thank you, man. Likewise. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for staying to the end. That means you really enjoyed this interview from the Rap Dad Show. If so, feel free to like, share, rate all of those podcast things that help get the show out there, man. We wanted to spread this information. We wanted to share some of our favorite artists in ways we've never seen them before. And we want it to be a blessing to the Rap Dad's hip-hop community and let you all know that you're not alone on this beautiful journey of fatherhood make sure you lock in with us on social media the rap dads show on all of those platforms and definitely check out rapdads.com for fly merch books tour events all types of things that we have in the pipeline shout out to the rap dads out there thank you so much for all of the love that we've been getting all over the place we do this for you it's not about me it's about we we are rap dads always remember our mantra whatever's best for my child wins god bless you and your family peace